Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show for August 7th, 2017. I'm Tim Geddes, as always, joined by the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I just realized I have a cup of ice. That is the I've most brought a thing cup of ice with me. Do. Here. That makes sense. Uh, Why not? Uh, put coffee in it. Uh, that sounds great. Actually, Kev, if you want to put water in that. And then coffee in the Water coffee in that, coffee in another cup. And that way, that just thus ensuring around in his mouth. In 20 minutes, I'll have to pee. Oh, of course. There you go. Of course. That's what's going to go. How was your weekend? It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was yours? Because you spent the weekend I have with not, one Greg Miller. I haven't had a weekend. Cooking yet. with Greggy. Yeah, we did cooking with Greggy all day, Saturday and Sunday. It was, it was really fun. I haven't eaten uh, that well ever mm-hmm. in my entire life. Uh, Greg, it turns out, is actually a pretty phenomenal cook. So we had a great time, but it was a it was a shoot, man. Give me the like, details. I mean, over to his house, nine a.m. Uh, setting up the shots. Uh, Greg had everything prepped. We worked from nine till about seven the first day, uh, at which point uh, Jen Millar texted mm-hmm. me and said, "Hey, we're all coming over from Paula's bridal shower. Yeah, you, should we come over now? We're hammered." Or should you want us to wait until you're done? So she paid me that nice courtesy. I'm like, well, it's your house. You can do whatever you want. She's like, no, no, no. But you guys are shooting. I'm like, I don't want yeah. you left. And so I was like, if you guys don't mind like waiting till like 6.30-ish, mm-hmm. that would be great. Um, and then they came over, and I'm glad that happened because they brought the party. Yeah. They brought the party, sir. Yeah, I was on the other side of and that. Joey came over, and then Kevin came over. Yeah, it was fun. It was uh, it was ridiculous. I, I was in bed mm-hmm. sleeping yeah. because I could. It was my first weekend in a long time because yeah, you guys 100%. were working. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. I just get to chill. It worked. Then I get a text from Gia that says, hey, come pick me up. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I go to get her. And I didn't realize the state of disaster it, that things were in. The party had been brought in. Yeah, I knew they went to a bridal shower, but it's Paula's bridal shower. Sure. Paula's a classy gal. Sure. I didn't know what the hell type of shenanigans were going right. on. I, I didn't know who was there. Mm-hmm. Turns out everyone was yeah, there. everyone was there. And it, that, from there, that just turned into disaster because they d- changed where I was supposed to pick her up three times. So in the course of me driving over to them, I had to go up and down Sunset four times. And I'm like, this is, you guys need to decide where the hell I'm going, because they kept moving. Then I get to them, right. and instead of me picking up Gia, it turned into, oh, just park, and just we'll, we'll all eat together. And I'm like, I don't know who you're with. I walk into Gia, Alexis, mm-hmm. and Jen, mm-hmm. just hammered. And I was like, oh no. Yeah, they were hammered. Oh no. Oh, yeah. And I, then we went to lunch, and it, the whole thing was a disaster. Yeah. And I was just like, what, what are we doing right now? Why, See, why are we here? And so I was on the other <laughs> side of those text messages, and it, it, it was a little different. It wasn't a courtesy. It was a, we're going to go. We're going to go to the, the shoot. I'm like, no, <laughs> we're not going to go to the shoot. <laughs> Nick will kill you. Nick will fucking kill everybody. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it, that, I, I would have loved for them to come over, but it was like, you know, day one. We were still ironing out all the kinks, and we had a lot to get through. We did eight episodes in two days, um, which for like a show like um, Love and Sex Stuff mm-hmm. is like manageable, right? Yeah. Because we can just have fun and, and go out and about and drive around and stuff like that. Well, for a show where you're cooking, 
it becomes a little bit more intricate because you have to allow for time for things to cook. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, we have four. I'm like, we're going to do four and four. That's totally my, my naivete. I'm like, we're, it will be totally fine, except I didn't realize every dish has to cook for an hour. Yeah. So it took like, like, nine, a it took like nine hours. back and forth process. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of you guys for making it work, though. That requires a lot of forethought. It did. Uh, Greg put a lot of time into the actual prep for it. I think it looks great. Um, and it's a fun back and forth with all of us. It. our standard, like, kind of, podcasting while we're doing something is yeah. show. Uh, but I think it's going to be super fun. If anyone out there is looking forward to uh, uh, getting some fun recipes that are easy to make, you're going to get them. You're going to get them. Greg makes a fucking killer omelet. Yeah? Yeah. And that was a great thing, too, is he kept making all this protein. I'm like, you just keep putting it in my mouth. Keep putting it in my mouth. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, yeah. Guys. So that show was debuting in September. That show will be coming out in September. Um, kind of funny. We're very excited about that. You should uh, subscribe now. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. I'm looking forward to, to doing... The uh, graphics package for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, yeah, it's going to be fun. Zach Silver did a great job with the logo. He did. So I'm Different looking forward to than our other that. stuff. The little cartoon, Greggy. I like it. I like It's going to give it. me a lot of uh, a latitude to, uh, to do some fun stuff with the graphics package for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Morning Show each and every morning right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunygames. We get together and talk about all the news and all the things that we want to talk about, whatever's been going on. It's right. Monday, so usually we just talk about what we did over the weekend. Did you catch up on the game? Um, of course I caught up on the game, Nick. Okay. Oh, my God. Because you disappointed me last week. You came I in did. on Monday, you're like, I, I didn't did. see the game. Yeah, so I, I caught up on the game a couple days ago. Right. I watched last week's episode. Great episode. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw the, the new episode. Uh, I actually watched the leak because I'm a bad person. Did you watch all of them? But, uh, oh, there's only one leaked. Oh, I only this episode leaked. Oh, okay. I thought I thought the whole se- the rest of the no, season no, leaked. No, 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 no. Right. Just this, just the, this episode leaked. So I saw it a couple days ago. Got it. Um, but God damn, if this episode wasn't the one we've been waiting for for seasons, not only. Do we get, okay, spoiler time. It's spoiler time, everybody. Yeah, we're going deep into spoiler Kevin, territory. Kevin, right? can you do some things? Thank yeah. you. We're in spoilers for Game of Thrones. Deal with it. Yeah. Stark reunion. We got three Starks in Winterfell. Yeah. First time yeah. since season one. Damn. And it I, fucking happened. And I it was thought, heartbreaking. For me, that was the highlight of the whole episode. Now, really? I know, yeah, I know that the, the war at the end was cool. Um, and we'll get to that in a second. But I really loved the deep dive into the character work they did there. There's a lot of subtext and a lot of subtleties in that. Um, and I actually stuck around this episode to watch the, the creators talk about mm. what they were hoping to achieve with, the, with that scene. And I'm like, you guys fucking nailed it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Arya telling her, hey... You know, you don't know where I've been. I don't know where you've been. That, that Sansa Arya moment where they're like, you're, like they should be teary-eyed to each other, but they've both been through so much shit. Yeah, they're just like. Well, I like that there was that one moment where where she was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I have my fucking kill list." Yeah, and that's what kind of broke both of them to smile. Yeah, I was but like, like but Sansa, and Sansa goes like, "Yeah, okay, like you know, you get the you get the." She's like, "I don't really like." Maybe it was a joke. Yeah, right? exactly. And then you see her later in the next fucking, to the tree with no, no, Bran. Not the tree. You see that. You see the scene later where she's fighting. Um, she's training Brienne. with Bran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking schooling her. And then Sansa has that look on her face, like, like "Oh shit." She's well, it's also kidding. later when the, the they're at the tree with Bran. Right. And Bran yes. brings up the the list. The, the list. Yeah. And Sansa's, and Sansa's like, like, "Oh shit, this is a fucking real thing. fucking real. This is real." Yeah. And then first like, off, fuck Bran though. I get it, but fuck you, dude. Dude, he's just not Brand anymore, though. I, oh, That's man. Which I, I guess Brand was one of my least favorite characters, so the fact that he's gone, I'm okay with. Yeah, I don't really care, but I think it's cool that, like, he's... I think it's cool, because I think that, like... Because if he weren't that character, I think they would have that problem with, like, okay, well, shouldn't he technically be 
Like he is, the the, he's the yeah. Stark. Should yeah. he technically be king? So that's a great way for me to be like, I can get it. I cool. get it. He's I don't a different have to worry dude now. Shit, right? my, I think my favorite moment of this episode was, I mean, besides all the cool shit, because yeah, the battle was fucking dope. But it was when Littlefinger was talking to Bran and right. kind of gives the dagger, and it's that whole thing of just like, hey, I know you probably don't think, and he ends it saying that the chaos is a ladder. I'm like. Holy shit! Like you know everything, and Littlefinger is fucked. Yeah, Littlefinger does not like Littlefinger, and that's that's fun to watch because he's like he just does. He knows like he has this weird like encyclopedic knowledge of everything that's coming, everything that's going to happen, and so he's just like, this is just, I don't like when he gives the dagger back, and he's like, I, I don't need I don't this. Need this like, shit. I'm better than this. And he says it's it's useless for a cripple to have this dagger, but what he really means is like I just I know that you I need to have yeah, this. Yeah, here you put this. That's for you. It's, it's in, I wonder what steel. they're gonna do with. Littlefinger's character though, because like where he's at right now, he's totally fucked. Yeah. Like Sansa's onto him. Yeah. Uh, Jon Snow wants to kill him. Right. Arya probably is going to kill him. Well, I think that he's going to be. I think they're going to turn him into the ultimate like bad guy at the end. I think. I think he'll probably be the final hurdle that the Starks have to overcome to whatever. They I just don't to know do. how they can make him be that though at this point, because it's like I, he his hand is shown, like especially with Bran, literally having heard him. Seen him say all the fucking shit, sneaking around with Varys and stuff from right. season one right. or season two or whatever. I love that this season is moving as fast as it is. I love that every episode so far has had crazy action set pieces to a scale that we've only usually seen once a season, right. maybe. Right. And I also love that this season is totally just the payoff to season one stuff. Yeah. And it's just like they keep going back. There's so much shit. I also love the end of this episode with Jamie going down in the water and it looking exactly like. Uh, when Bran was hit out of the fucking tower. Oh, right. I'm like, God, man. I didn't catch that. This shit's so cool. good. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I assume Jamie's not dead, though. No, I no, he can't be. You know, that would be the lamest death of all time. So lame. There'd be no point in killing him like that it's because... It's like he fell off a cliff into like a 900-foot ravine that he just <laughs> fell all the way to the It's like the beach was, was right there. The shore, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking going down for <laughs> whatever. running on the shore. And we think, I mean, it was definitely what's-his-butt that saved him, right? Yeah, Bran. Shout out to Bran and Jamie, man. the money. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. fuck. Right? But I mean, like, his character's always like, he'll protect himself before trying to... No, he made the right call. Yeah. That's why you love exactly. Bronn, because he looked, he had one look as like, well, there it is, gotta run. I Got no choice, it's a fucking dragon in the sky. When he was aiming the scorpion at the dragon, and like, he had that shot, like, lined up, and this episode was so intense, and like, I was like, oh my god, Either the dragon is gonna die or Braun is gonna exactly. die. Exactly. And that's that's why this show is so fucking brilliant. Is that moment I was like, I don't know what I want to happen. I know. I know. Like, do I want it? And I'm really happy with what happened. Let's just injure this motherfucker. Well, you know? I think that and you know what this means though? Fucking dragon armor. Oh yeah. <laughs> now well, no, there's gonna be like, we gotta fucking armor up these bad boys. And is that what Gendry, Gendry, who's been fucking rowing for the past five seasons, is he gonna show up like, yo, you need dragon armor? I can make you some dragon armor. I Fuck just, yeah, I want man. Them to cut to him and just like fucking dead and decaying in a boat. I thought one of the really good, really touching moments, and this is indicative of why this show is so fucking good, is when we cut over to Tyrion and he's sitting there and he's standing on the hill and he goes, and he's watching his brother do something incredibly stupid. Like, and this is his it, enemy. Idiot. And he's like, flee, you idiot. You like, idiot, you what idiot. are you doing? Get the fuck out of there, yeah. right? And he sees his brother and you're, and he has to beat his brother. Like, this is his brother's army. The brother, like Jamie's the general of this, this amazing army that they're just fucking decimating, and he's watching all of these people that are his people be burned alive. They straight up got Michael Bade. 
Like all Dude. those people just got fucking there is like, roasted. There is, I mean, and this, and this, is a, this is a fucking expensive scene, by the way, but there is a fucking amazing moment where Jamie looks around and he sees the, the, his soldiers who are charred and they just turn to ash. Oh my yeah. God, beautiful. And he just is looking around and he, that's when he grabs that spear and you see it cuts over to Tyrion and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, like in Tyrion's mind, there's still a little bit of hope that once Cersei's gone, he and Jamie can like maybe he, they can reform well, the family or something. Like you got a lot of that. Like he's still con- conflicted I mean, a little st- bit about I, it. I think it's not even conflicted. Like he's still on Jamie's side. Yeah. Like Jamie rescued him. Like the, yeah. the last time he saw Jamie was Jamie. Let him out. You know, making sure he got away. Right. But so I wonder what they're gonna do with Jamie though, because now that he, he's falling in the water, it's like he's definitely not dead. No. So does he get away? Jamie. Jamie does not make it out of this series alive. There's no fucking way. Maybe uh, the only thing that could possibly save him is if they if they overthrow Cersei. But he has done so many fucking horrible things at this point. Like he just decimated an entire house. Yeah, but I mean, but like that's like, war. You know? That is war, but at the same time, how do you come he, back from that? How does Daenerys go? Jamie seen, Lannister, the, the the hand of the or not the hand, like the general of his army that was our. You got to. The die. Lannisters aren't a family anymore. He just Beheaded. becomes no, but he Beheaded. just becomes. A per, like public person, you know. I mean, yeah. the thing, the Kingslayer thing is gonna—he's gonna kill Cersei. Maybe he's gonna. But he also he's didn't gonna he kill Daenerys' his dad? No. Yes. Yeah. 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 So like at a, at a certain point, maybe she's like, "Yo, I gotta kill you, dog." No, Rhaegar. I don't think so. Rhaegar. Rhaegar's the brother. All oh, right. Um, I feel really bad for the Tyrell army. Like, oh, they got who destroyed. were fighting for Daenerys and then were forced to switch, and then they all just got roasted. Like, yeah. That <laughs> fucking sucks. Dude. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't that wasn't the, the Tyrell army. Yeah, yeah, the the no, the people that got roasted were Lannisters. Those were Lannisters, yeah. No, but there was some there were some Tyrells that were alive, like the one guy who was like Petey or whatever his name was, Peter. The, uh, Dickon. Dickon, yeah. Dickon. <laughs> he was he wasn't a Tyrell. He was a Lannister. But he was a ward of the Tyrell. Right. He, he had he had known them. They were friends, but he was a Lannister, and I and he was like, those were my friends. Like I kind of grew up. Like Dude, the houses grew up together, so they knew each other. The reunion that like it's war, I, baby. People probably aren't talking that much about, but Jon Snow and uh, Greyjoy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh dude. What a like moment. Like Yeah. Th- this show has so many like now, let, passion- let me ask you this though. Because they said in, in the in the uh, the post credit thing where they were explaining the episode that there's like a little bit of sexual tension between John and Daenerys. I didn't feel it. I felt it. I mean, I, I felt right it too. Away, in that cave, I was like, yeah. I didn't John, feel it. John Snow what? alone with a girl in a cave. We know where that ends. Oh. Yeah, you know nothing, John Snow. I know a little bit of something now. A little bit you know of what something. I'm talking about. So here's Thanks the, to the redhead. I, I saw this thing on Reddit that was so funny. Egret. She's fucking dead as nails. Oh my god. I saw this thing on Reddit. It was so funny. It was just like, what are the chances John just went into the cave and like drew all the little like chalk drawings to convince her? And you like look over and there's just like silver lady banging a wolf. Dragging a wolf 69. We gotta do it. This. I was I was having a conversation with one Jen Millar yesterday mm-hmm. uh, as we were shooting. And she she was like, you know, I'm really into Game of Thrones, but I'm worrying that it's. Like we 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 both came to the consensus basically of like Game of Thrones is progressing right at the perfect pace, right? Mm-hmm. If it was just a little slower, I'd be like, I don't know if I can deal with it. Like they're making really smart choices. And I love it. And I think that once it's gone, there's gonna be a huge void in my life, but that has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen, right? Yeah. We have to it has to be a race to the end, and once it's gone, we have to all be like, What the fuck do we do now? I don't know. And we'll leave room for something else. I mean, that's the thing. Like the people that work on HBO, like they've worked on this, like, they'll make more series. Well, they're trying to. 
but it's not going so well for them. They'll make, they're going to make more. Happen. Well, they're going to make more of Game of Thrones, but you heard about the other series they're trying yeah. to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Confederate. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Is that the same people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that was I the think writers. Two, two of the same writers. Benioff and DBY. Yeah, oh, the really? creators of the show wanted to choose Confederate, and I don't it's think. Still, it's still, as of right now, what are you uh, nodding now? I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't matter. We shouldn't get into that because that's a longer conversation. Yeah, totally. But but if they end up doing what they want to do, which is like with the one off stories for Game of Thrones, that could be very cool. Yeah, but I feel like that's going to be weaker. It's definitely going to be weaker because you already know, ultimately, like, you already know what happens in the grander series. So, like, there's no real suspense in inevitability. Like, you are, if you already know what's going on, but that doesn't mean they still can't tell a cool story. Like, yeah, I'd love to go back and see that other era when Ned Stark was the main character Robert and had to overthrow. And all that yeah, shit. that would be fucking cool. I thought they were going to go way further, further back. The dragon shit. Yeah, like, building the Oh, maybe. That's cool. That could be cool. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, kind of know how it ends. Better Call Saul is terrible. No, it's not. <laughs> Andy loves Better Call Saul. 55 episodes for him to do anything. And I was like, I'm done. I can't watch this show. <laughs> You're full of shit. He was in, that fu- <laughs> he was in the fucking... Uh, uh, he was trying to be legitimate for the entire first season. He was in the fucking back of that goddamn nail polish salon for a season. He doesn't break the law once. And then eventually, at some point... He, f- he fucks over people. Yeah, but and like, just the way every lawyer fucks over people. <laughs> just by being a lawyer. What do you think is going to happen with Jamie, though? Because he could either get away or he gets captured by Daenerys. If he gets captured by Daenerys, does Tyrion save him? I, I mean, I think so. I think Tyrion repays him for freeing him, frees him, gets in trouble with Daenerys, which, if I remember correctly, did she, didn't she give him shit last time? She was like, hey, we're going to go fight Lannisters. Yeah, she gave him this, I think it was this last episode. No, yeah. it was this episode. Yeah. When she came out of the cave and he was like, he, she was basically giving him shit. She was like, I've been following your fucking advice. And... You're the one that just lost me two of my biggest allies. So yeah. maybe I should just go burn the city down. And then Jon Snow's like, I'm Jon Snow. Don't do yeah. it. And he kind of looked at I her. I love that she like, looked at him, though. I was just yeah. like, what should I do? And it's like, oh, let's That was a, total telltale that was game a moment, fucking great moment. That was such a telltale game. It's like, what do you think I should do? And then like, I just picture him thinking there, like, going through, like, the, going through, through the different options. <laughs> I, but I love that, man. I, thought, I was like, what's he going to say? And he just he backed up what Tyrion was saying. I mean, he was like, the, look, if you're going to go burn down walls, you're just going to be like everyone else, and someone's going to come fucking try to overthrow you. you got to be different. Yeah. I mean, I love... That's, that's building him up. As the right kind of king. I mean, him and Tyrion. Tyrion is the fucking the best thing about this series, and I love the way he handled the the first confrontation between Jon Snow and Daenerys when they're in the the throne room, mm-hmm. and Tyrion wasn't like talking shit, even though he knows the shit's real, but he wasn't yeah. like talking shit to Daenerys, right? Because then afterwards he went to talk to. John separately yeah. and talked yeah. to Nair separately. Unlike Sansa, who's fucking just like, oh, you're an idiot, Jon Snow, in front of his people. It's like, Sansa, go get fucking fucked. <laughs> but also, I hate so Sansa bad. so goddamn <laughs> much, dude. Tyrion on top of the mountain watching his guys get killed. Like, what? Like, mm. what's his face? The actor. God, he's so good. Dinklage? Yeah. The dink, man. In that moment, it was like, you can see, like, those are his... People like granted, they didn't give a shit about him. Yeah, but, like it's. I'm sure it still hurts. I, so we were talking about this before the show. I wonder if we're gonna get that reunion between Jamie Braun and Tyrion. I think we are. I think or if it's gonna be it. like the it was when uh, in season. I think it was season three. At the end of season three, when uh, Jon Snow uh, barely missed Braun at that tower. The I don't, Hodor I don't was think in. so. I think we're gonna get an actual reunion. I think Braun is just gonna be like, hey. Like, I, I'm only working with them because of you. I'm definitely down to be your bodyguard again. He gets into that fold. God, and, I love um, so much. Once his face gets released, and he gets in trouble, and Tyrion gets in trouble, but, like, it's slap on the wrist. Yeah. You know? See, I feel like it might be the opposite. I feel like Jamie gets captured. 
Tyrion wants to release him, but can't. Because if he does, basically, like, that's just a huge betrayal to Daenerys, and then he has to watch, basically, like, I, I think Jamie either dies or is just a, is a prisoner of Daenerys, if People he gets captured. have already seen Jamie as a prisoner. Jamie's been a prisoner so many like, goddamn times. That's when he was a badass. But there's no way, there's no way Tyrion would be like, I'm gonna let you go back to your sister. Like, that's a huge that's exactly shit in his army. That's exactly what he did for, for Tyrion. I mean, if, yeah, if he were to do that. Jamie. I, Jamie needs to kill Cersei. Yeah. Like, that's, it has to happen. I want, I want Arya to kill Cersei. She won't. It yeah. has. I mean, the, there's the whole prophecy thing. I mean, the show told us already with the mm-hmm. when we got that flashback from Cersei that her little brother is going to kill her. Right. And that led us to believe Tyrion. But it's like, no, it's Jaime. It's got to be Jaime, yeah. Yeah. Because she's a fucking monster. So. But that's like, and the whole Kingslayer thing, like he killed the king because saved the city. Yeah. And he's going to do the same with um, Cersei. Cersei. Wild. If they just now kill here's Cersei. the thing. What are the chances they kill Cersei? And then the Night King brings her back as like a fucking ice warrior. I don't want that. I don't want that's like, some fan fiction I, shit. I, I, I see the thing is, I doubt. Are we ever going to see the 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 night the Night King's army in? King's oh, Landing? oh yeah, all of next season. Yeah, that's yeah. What I've always, I've I have King's a feeling. Landing, though? Oh, yeah. Are they going to make it that King's far Landing south? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I think it's going to yeah. get. I think things I think are going to get ravaged. Really, really bad. Crazy. Really bad and very, very close. Yeah. Winter's coming. God, it's going to be fucking Winners awesome. here, bitches. So fucking All right. awesome. Uh, All right. Enough Game of Thrones for now. Off, yeah. <laughs> Did it just say spoilers, bro? Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Let's check out some news. Love it. Oh, I love this. This is this story was something fun to wake up to, uh, for today. This comes over from our friends at uh, Gizmodo. Here's your first look at Deadpool 2's cable. Now, I like... The look, but mm-hmm. I also like how they dropped this. Are you aware of how this was dropped this morning via Ryan Reynolds' Twitter feed? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Well, he's been doing that forever, even with the original Deadpool, but it's also via one of the Cable's creators' Instagram feeds. Um, he said a couple things that I thought were cool. So this is one picture. There's, a, there's another picture of him full-bodied on this as well. There it is right there. Um, this, I think he looks fucking awesome. Scroll down, Greg. Going to Ryan Reynolds' uh, mm-hmm. Twitter over here. I love He's like, we have, well... We all have that one grumpy, heavily armored, uh, armed uncle from the future. Hashtag premium cable. Hashtag Josh Brolin. I fucking love that. Uh, I think he looks awesome. Obviously, we've been following his workout regimen for like mm-hmm. a really long time. Um, and then I also love his other thing, uh, his other uh, tweet on this where he said, Deadpool 2, your premium hashtag cable provider. Love it. I love that. Yeah, man, I'm stoked. What Deadpool 2 coming a lot sooner than I expected. Like Jul- June 1st, 2018. Like, it's next year. I want my hair to look like that so bad. Hey, shout out to Josh Brolin. Fucking I didn't know he had it in him. We saw him a couple weeks ago at Comic Con when he was on. No, I don't follow him on Instagram. Dude. Hold on. I'll, I'll find this for uh, you. But yeah, man, he's rocking that fucking haircut. And it, th- this is nailing cable in a way that I never expected we'd see in a movie. I think it looks fucking Nick awesome. Nick definitely pull that haircut. I, I, don't, I, have to, I have to get rid of the, the part in my hair, yeah. and I don't know if I can do that. I gotta talk to my guy today about that. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, so I'm trying to look like Josh Brolin. He's yeah. Like, I got well, you. Cable. I got you, fam. Look at his fucking arms in this. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Jeez nah, he's Louise. Insane. Jeez Louise. He's been putting the fucking work in, man. I'm fucking ready for this. I'm ready for it, too. When's it coming out? June 1st, 2018. June 1st, 2018. Yeah, look at this picture. This is my favorite picture. I want to be able to take pictures like that. Just buck naked in front of the... Just holding my junk junk. Yeah. Just like Steven Tyler did on the cover of Rolling Stones that one time. Uh, next story. Gorgeous human being. Greg, there you go. This comes from Variety. Netflix buys comic publisher behind Kingsman and Kick-Ass. Netflix, in the first company acquisition in its history has bought Millar World, the comic book publishing firm founded by Mark Millar, 
creator of characters and stories including Kick-Ass, Kingsman, and Old Man Logan. Terms of the transaction weren't disclosed. Netflix said it will develop films, TV shows, and kid series based on Malar World's portfolio of character franchises to life through films, series, and kid shows. You just repeated yourself there. Well, our world will also <laughs> continue to create and pub publish new stories and character franchises under the Netflix label. For Netflix, the move reflects its desire to own and develop intellectual property, property rather than simply license it. Netflix chief content officer Ted Sarandos, in announcing the deal, said, As creator and reinventor of some of the most memorable stories and characters in recent history, ranging from Marvel's The Avengers to Malar World's Kick-Ass, Kingsman, Wanted, and Reborn franchises, Mark is as close as you can get to a modern-day Stan Lee. Added Malar, this is the only the third time in history, a major comic book company has been purchased at this level, after Warner Bros. bought DC Comics in 1968 and Disney bought Marvel in 2009. I'm so in love with what Netflix is doing and excited by their plans, Millar said. Netflix is the future, and Millar World couldn't have a better home. I'm telling you right now, I'm excited for a, a number of reasons. One, this is awesome. Two, Chrononauts is in this lineup. Yeah. And I've said before, Chrononauts is a fucking awesome concept for a comic book that would work so fucking well as a, as a Netflix sure series. And I'm sure we're going to see it, because here's the thing, we so already know as a Netflix series. Wanted, Kingsman, and Kick-Ass are already locked Those up are already in, in other Kingsman, yeah, licensing obviously. deals, so they're not going to be here. So Kick-Ass was, the I first one was great. The second, the second movie wasn't great. But the, right. the franchise was, yeah, the, the, franchise the comics are amazing. Man, they're morbid, though. Yeah. Very they just get amazing. more and more I stand by Chrononauts. I know that, I think they only had a four-issue run, but... I think it's a fucking awesome But still, concept. and it's funny because like reading this when it's like, when he comparing himself to Warner Brothers in DC, it's like, all right. You're not Warner Brothers All right, dude. And then uh, them being like, he's like a modern day Stan Lee. That makes me kind of roll my eyes. But then I think about it, I'm like, actually though, he's fucking made a shit ton, shit ton of new properties that mm -hmm. are amazing. It's kind of hit after hit after hit after hit. Well, I mean, uh, noticing this kick-ass Kingsman, Wanted. Uh, I don't wanted? know what Wanted, have you read the Wanted comics? It's awesome. They're so good. Yeah. I think it's just one graphic novel, yeah, right? But it's, it's like a... They only trade. did like one run yeah, of it, though, right? Yeah. yeah. That's phenomenal. But that it's was fucking good. It's unfortunate because when they the sold movies. that property and they made that movie, it's a completely different completely concept. Different. Like, if you told, if you pitched me the concept behind this comic book and said this is going to be a movie, I would be like, this is awesome. A fucking guy whose superpower is he can kill anyone has to go and kill, like, all of the heroes in the world is fucking awesome. Like, all the villains team up to kill one by one hero with this guy is like, it's fucking great. It's really great. I, and I think like this news is really important, too, because it being the first time in Netflix's history that it is acquiring another company, yeah. I wonder if that's a sign of more to come, because that could get really interesting. I mean, we've heard recently that Netflix is in a lot of debt. We heard that they were, what, $20 billion in debt or something like that? Yeah. But, I mean, you have to understand, though, like, for companies like this, companies are in debt until they're profitable, mm -hmm. right? Amazon famously was in debt <coughs> up until what, like three years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. So like that's, you, you look at that and you say, okay, but these people are, they're not on a one year plan. They're, they're not on like a one month plan like we are, right? Yeah. These people are strategically planning out 10 years, 20 years, like maybe five years, when, maybe 10 were years. Were they in debt or not making profit? Uh, I, I heard, I remember we read on the show that Netflix was in debt. No, no, no I'm saying Amazon. Oh. Yeah, Amazon was just not profitable. Amazon was not profitable, not but profitable. I think that's the I don't same know if thing. Debt. No, I think those are different things. Well, in debt means that you. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to go into that. But either way, I mean, it's if, if Netflix is twenty billion dollars in debt, they're not profitable. They're not turning a profit. Um, so, but I mean, again, that's that's one of those things where you have to also understand Netflix is competing in at the highest level fucking possible when it comes to content creation. So they're competing with HBO, Amazon, mm -hmm. anything that Disney's putting out on streaming services. So like, they have to be aggressive about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, this, this is, is a, a real aggressive, aggressive move. move. So I, it's interesting because I wonder what else they're going to do. They recently announced their slate of all those anime that they're 
they're going to originally create. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, Netflix is fucking awesome. Did you watch Castlevania yet? I have not watched Castlevania. I watched yet. it this weekend. What would you think? It was really good. Yeah. Not perfect. Yeah. Um, very short. Four yeah. episodes. Very short. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when it ended was when I was most interested. Yeah, I mean, which is a good I, thing. No, well, I, I kind of disagree. I kind of feel like they made us a pilot, and now they're waiting for like to see how what people think. And well, like, well they, I mean, it, before the, it even premiered, they confirmed season two. Yeah, but I mean, like, and it's coming soon too. I think okay, it's next year. That's good. But it, it was more very episodes much, like, as well. The three episodes were set up. Yep. And then that fourth one was like, here's the meat. And then it was like, no. But we're not going to give you it all yet. Yeah. This is where we're going to stop. It did just kind of end. Yeah. And I was like, oh, god damn it. But it made me want to go back and play the game. Huh? It made me want to play the game, which is cool. Yeah. Like, I haven't played Castlevania 3 in fucking bazillion years. But it's really faithful, and it's Mm -hmm. interesting. And I just, Castlevania is such an interesting story when told right, and I think this is an example of it being told right. Right. Animation's a little shoddy. Action scenes were great. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the dialogue was a little stiff. And it's definitely like, a, okay, cool. Like this, we're, gonna, we're, we're getting a Castlevania Got it, yeah. cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I I'll give it a you shot. Should, you should definitely I'm watch gonna, it. I'm though. definitely going to watch it. It's on my queue. I've got, my queue just is getting longer and longer and longer. The worst thing about uh, it is they didn't use any of the Castlevania music. Castlevania's music is one of the most iconic. Right. Like, you even know it. Yeah, I know. And, like, that's crazy, and they just don't use it. I'm sure it's some weird licensing stuff, but I don't get it. Um, I watched, started watching uh, George Lopez's comedy special from HBO, the new one, The Wall. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. Really? Yeah, I recommend it. He did it live, uh, so it has that live feel. It's not as tight as, like, other comedy specials, but he just has some fucking, I think you'd love it, too. He has some fucking hilarious things that he says in that. It's just a huge recommend. Yeah. Yeah. I actually do love his humor because of that. Yeah, no, I mean, because he, play, he plays around with that trope of like being like, like what it means to be in a minority. And some of the shit he says is fucking, it's so hilariously offensive, but it's funny. Yeah, he's the one of two comedians that I've seen live. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's and awesome. Like I'd love the, to see George with Lopez him, live. I was in the fifth row with a season, sorry, I was super far back. So far back. Yeah. Um, sorry, I derailed you, us off the Netflix conversation. Have there. you watched uh, Kevin Hart's? Specials, what now or whatever? Yeah, no. So I've never been a huge Kevin Hart fan as far as his comedy. I like his movies. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, I clicked on it. Holy shit, Nick! Mm. It is in one of the biggest arenas I have ever seen. Yeah, tens of thousands of people, and I'm like, it looks like a fucking wrestling event. Like it's crazy. Video walls as far as the eye can see, and it is just the production value of it. I, I just I didn't know that anyone did stand up on that level. Yeah. You should watch it just all for right. five minutes just right. to be like, what the fuck? It all, it's horrible, by the yeah. way. It's yeah. fucking I mean it's kinda of funny at parts, but there's a fifteen you know how they like stand up specials have their fun little the intros, intro yeah. video thing that gets you into it? It's fifteen minutes of a James Bond parody. And it's atrocious. Yeah. It's so unnecessary and so stupid. Uh, but the, the actual stand-up itself, I'm just like, wow. There's so much money being thrown at this. Oh, yeah. And it's making so much money. Oh, yeah. Didn't Dane Cook get like a giant, giant stadium? One of his shows is in, in the, like, where it's like a, just a baseball stadium or something. I mean, that's what this is. Yeah. And I think it broke some record. I don't know which one it was, but I think it is the most people at a comedy show ever. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Fucking insane. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I've been trying to watch everything that comes on Netflix. The, it, Netflix is doing that thing that Netflix does where they go, oh, people like comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Let's give you 4,000 comedy specials until you don't like comedy specials anymore. They have a, like a stand-up, like it's, it's called Netflix Stand-Up Roundup or something like that, and it's like a, what, season one. Stand-ups. Is what I think is it I'm talking about the stand-ups? Yeah. 
That that I love. I it love was that like format. Three solid like gold ones. Did you see Dion? Uh, uh, is it Dion Cole? No, what the hell is his name? Like? He's the, like the one black guy that's in it. He was hilarious. He's fucking. Oh, he was hilarious. great. He's he was so is he the one that kept pulling up the note? Yeah, he just kept going yeah. like. I mean, it's a great shtick, yeah, but yeah, some yeah, of the like, shit he said, I'm like, that guy's fucking so funny. Yeah. He was oh, funny. God. My he, favorite of the, the stand-ups was... What's his name? The the blonde woman. Do you remember her name? I didn't like the way she You're talking about Nikki Glasser? Nikki Glasser. Yeah. I thought she was by far the best of that series. There was like two of them that I'm like, wow, these are bad. Uh, Dion Cole. Yeah, that's his name. Dion Cole's... I thought Dion Cole was fucking hilarious. I thought Beth Stella, Stelling was good, too. She was fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I think this, by the way, this, this Nate dude, I didn't like. No, 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 it was Dan. Dan Soder, I didn't like his. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch his. Um, Wait, who was the guy that was making all the weird noises and talking about love, or was that a different stand-up? That might have been a different stand-up. That was, that was different. Um, I, by the way, I think this is a phenomenal format for stand-up. Comedy. Oh my god, it's so much better than an hour. The hour, I, I would love it if they did a series like more like when you go to a comedy club and see where, where you get stand-up comedians for 15 minutes. They do their their tightest 15 minute set, and and you have that same energy. Like they like Gerard um, Carmichael did his his latest special at the store, and it's cool. It captures some of it, but it's still just like an hour of him. I would love it if they just. Like the store, I mean, obviously you have to get everyone to sign off on this, but if Netflix came into the comedy store and was like, we're just going to put cameras up in like the original room and like we're just going to film four nights of the same lineup and cut it together and make it like the best, I think it would be, that's fucking so funny. Because that's, that's what it's about. Like to me, when you do these giant stadium shows, it's a different, it's a different level of performance. And comedy is best when it's, you know, 50 to 100 people in the room getting hammered around tables uh-huh. and like in that intimate environment where you actually feel like you could reach out and talk to the fucking comedian, right? Uh, having said that, the George Lopez special is something fucking special. It is hilarious. I need to check it out. It's, 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 it's well done. Um, let's look. He says he has a fucking joke. I don't want to ruin it though. <laughs> he has, a, I mean, the special is called The Wall, so he talks the entire time about how Trump wants to spend $30 billion on making a wall. <laughs> Says, never mind. Just watch the special. I'm not going to ruin this joke. The, the final news story of the day that we're going to talk about, and we're just going to bring this up for a second because sure. I don't really want to get into this. Ah, that's sad. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris announced separation. Usually we don't bring this type of stuff up on the show, but this one hits hard. It's heartbreaking. This is this one. Oh, no. They said, we are sad to announce we are legally separating. They wrote this on Instagram. Uh, we tried hard for a long time, and we're really disappointed. Our son has two parents who love him very much. For his sake, we want to keep this situation as private as possible moving forward. We still love each other and we'll always cherish our time together. It's like, oh man. That sucks. Yeah. Like they were like the best. You know, you were rooting for them so hard. I, I love them. Uh, I, you know, it sucks. You never know what's going on in people's lives, uh, but they were, I mean, a very charming couple. Absolutely. And you feel like if you're gonna put two people together that you think might be like make each other happy, that would be these two people, but you never know what happens. They have kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. But anyways, my condolences to them. Yeah, it sucks. I hope them best of luck in the future, in their future endeavors. Uh, you want to read the tips? Sure. Let's go into some tips. Uh, thank you so much for all of your support. As always, guys, just like River City, Chris Ransom has given us a nice tip and said, engagement tax. I popped the question this weekend, and she said yes. Woo. Thank you guys for making awesome content that has always been there for me and on others uh, through the ups and downs of life. Cheers. Uh, mostly Jason has given us a tip and said, can we get some K-Log conviction of the heart from Nick? Spend most of my Saturday at work blasting Kenny Loggins through the speakers, echoing throughout the warehouse as it's meant to be heard. Hell Which yeah. one's conviction of the heart? Do I know this song? 
Hold on a sec. Let me see what this sounds like. Give me a second. Oh, oh what's up, CarMax guy? These guys are making a lot of fucking money out of this commercial. Oh, 15-second ad that I can't skip? Come on, boo, YouTube. Boo, YouTube. It's like boo tube. Jesus, don't they know we're doing a fucking show here? Getting swampy in here. I don't know the song. So you're getting, whoa, hanging out with the boys. Is actually upsetting to me how much you look like Kenny Loggins. I wish, dude. Like, every time I fucking see him, I'm like, is Nick fucking with me? He's beautiful. Like, did Nick film a video with a wig? Did <laughs> Nick cross right the now, hair? Conviction of the heart. Kenny Loggins. YouTube conviction of the heart. Kenny I'm Loggins like, Vivo channel. Shit and tell me that's not Nick with a fucking wig. I'm disappointed that Kenny Loggins Vivo channel has, oh no, it has 69,000 followers. So yeah, it needs to stay right there. Don't follow it. Don't fuck that number up. Because that's the magic number right there. Uh, next tip comes from uh, Clint Gilmore. It says, hey guys, paying my birthday tax today. After 37 long hours, my wife and I got to meet baby Callie yesterday. Hey. Uh, Kaylee, maybe Kaylee. K-A-L-L-I-E. Uh, hoping to bring her to KFL 20. Have a great day, boys. Awesome. I appreciate that. Congrats. That's a long time. It's a long time to push that grapefruit out. Uh, Mike C51691 says, sharing the trailer for Body, the film by Joseph Kahn, produced by Eminem, about the underground culture of battle rap. What? These artists don't get enough credit. And he gave us this trailer right here. We can watch that in a second. Cool, Greg, I'll copy that into the, the document. You can pull that up, cue that up. Um, Is that a new movie? I don't know. Can you drop it in the thing? I did. Okay. Uh, your ugly clone says, Tim. Yes. Even though it's spelled Millar, it's pronounced Miller. I don't think that's true. I, before the show, mm -hmm. I talked to Greg Miller, mm -hmm. and he told me it was Millar. I've heard Millar as well. And I trust Greg Miller. Let's call up Mark Millar and ask him how it's pronounced. Uh, Charles J. gave us tips and greeting, boys. Thoughts on the Japanese homecoming poster made by Matara, One Punch Man Illustrator, question mark. He gave us the link to that. Uh, let's look at this real quick. That actually sounds cool. Harley tweeted today that One Punch Man is to anime what Cabin in the Woods is to horror movies. And I appreciate that. I'll respect that. Very self-aware. I love that. Oh, that's fucking sick. That's straight up sick. Yeah, that's dope. Very cool. I mean, that's sick. Um, next tip comes from... EGADBerry724 says, hey guys, thanks for everything you do. Tim, have you listened to, Ty to Tyler, the creator's new album? No. Did you, Greg? Nah, man. He's beefing with Schoolboy Q right now. I don't get behind that. So apparently he's beefing with Schoolboy Q. We're not allowed to get behind that. I'm sorry. Once his beef <laughs> hopefully is over in the next month with Schoolboy Q, uh, the rest of us will listen to Tyler, the creator's uh, new album. Mm -hmm. But until that beef is over, I'm sorry, sir. We are firmly on the line of Schoolboy Q. In this. It's true. Was that it's accurate true. to say? It is very accurate. Did I get that very name right accurate. every time I said you it? You got all of it right. Fantastic. Surprisingly. Mr. Yasman 300. I haven't slept in a while. Mr. Yasman 300 says, Tim, thoughts on uh, Disney and Guy Ritchie casting a young hot dude to play Jafar? Nick, thoughts on Vin Diesel and NBC rebooting Miami Vice? I mean, I'm kind of into it. I'm down. So far, this Aladdin movie, I am 100% on board with. Making good calls. Uh, I did not know Vin Diesel and NBC were rebooting Miami Vice, but mm -hmm. I'm happy that Miami Vice is a thing again. I wanted so desperately to like... The Michael Mann Miami Vice. Because I was like, Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell as Crockett and Tubbs? This is going to be amazing. And then, and then nothing, nothing happens in that movie. No. Nothing. They looked awesome. Yeah, If I did. could go back, <laughs> if you were like, Nick, we're going to give you a crack. Same movie, like same cast. Yeah. Right? Different script, hopefully. But like, you're going to reboot this the Miami Vice franchise, 80s, Crockett and Tubb, Jamie Foxx, Colin Farrell. I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Heartbeat. You'd kill it. That'd be so That fun. is your... You were oh born, you were put on this earth to do God, that. God, it was so good. What a great concept. 
don't think it was in the eighties though. I think it was now. Right? Wasn't the newest one now? I don't remember. Who fucking knows? I do, they did look fucking baller, stash. though. God, they look fucking great. Jamie Foxx, by the way, is on Joe Rogan's podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome interview. Really? He got him for an hour, and they talk very candidly about a lot of stuff. And it's Hell cool. yeah, man. Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox is hilarious. Definitely. He tells a story about how he uh, he went to like a Puff Daddy party back when Puff Daddy was like a huge deal, and it cost like a million dollars. And he's like, yo, when you come out to the West Coast, I'm going to throw you a party that's better than this for $500. <laughs> hey, he did it. Hell yeah, dead. dude. That's awesome. Party Platypus is giving us our final tip. It just says, sup, boys. Sup. That's it. Sup back to you. Right, Appreciate the support, for, everyone. For the tips. Love you much. Cool, Greg. Can you pull up that trailer? I, the video didn't work. Uh, let me try again. Hold on. Hold on one sec. I may have copy, miscopied the link. I added a new link at the top of the dock. Nope, that link was correct. Let's see if this trailer works or not. Nope, doesn't work. There's an authentication error on that trailer. Sorry, we can't watch that one about rap battling or battle rap. Boom. There you go. Do you think Eminem's going to sue us if we watch this on our show? You know, he's pretty litigious. I don't know. Battle rap is not boxing. It's a street fight. Words are... Weapons. We battle rappers. We battle each other and disrespect each other in the ring as rappers. If you go off, you a legend for life. Space to say obscenely racist things under the guise of competition. You know that sense that the climate is towards racism like and appropriation. The administration well, like is a lot about battle rap. Pressure to act. You know, something that I'll never understand about this rap stuff is, um, <laughs> to shoot this, shoot that. Yo, yo, check shut the fuck up, little squirmy little Reddit blogger. Another Eminem imposter refers to Elton John as his second father. Bob Saget, Rick Moranis, Kelly Osborne, white trash, genetic monster, probably conceived in the back of a Led Zeppelin concert. If Harry Potter had sex with Jeffrey Dahmer, you'd be their lesbian daughter. The fuck are you, a little fucking state prison fucking rape victim? It's a new face of racism. I'm surprised you didn't show up here it's today with a slave with him. There's no rapping. He hates African-American culture because he was beat? raised different. He hates Clinton, Abe Lincoln, pretty much anybody that can relate with him except Blake Griffin. The... He feels a There's little no bit more safe with him because they share the same pigment. <sighs> Bitch, hip-hop Man, has been for minorities. It's never been for you geeky asses. Matter of fact, what are these, your little fucking reading glasses you need for your English classes? Man, give me that shit. Man, I'll stomp these into pieces and fragments, and now you can keep them. He can have this. Now you get to complete your dream of being this genius mathematics because everything you see is in fractions. I get the fuck out of here, you little fucking dweeby fuck. Hey, it's dumbfounded. Cool. Interesting. I didn't really like that trailer, but I, I'm stoked to see that. I feel like maybe it was just something they needed to get out. Yeah. It's not like a traditional trailer. Trailers can be a pain in the ass sometimes. It seems like they're nailing the, the vibe of the whole fuck. What was that shit called, Greg? King of the Dot? The, not King of the Dot. There was the other one, though. I don't remember. It was King of the Dot was part of this whole thing. That shit's great. If you guys are fucking bored, YouTube battle raps with Dumbfounded. Shit's fucking awesome. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a movie I'm looking forward to. I think it's called Patty Cakes. Is that what it's called? Is that what it is? Yeah, Patty Cakes. That shit looks horrible. Dude, that looks so good. It's going to be better than this. No way. Yeah, 100%. Calling it now? No. I'm calling right now. <laughs> she gets an Academy nod for this. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Guarantee it. Um, 
And now it's time for PSL Love This Best Friend. Let's do it. XO, XO. Get into it. You can go to kindofunny.com slash best friend to nominate someone in the community doing dope shit, just like Biscuits did. He's shouting out Lockmort, my dude Lockmort, on Facebook. It's currently 4.56 a.m. in damn central time, and I'm scrolling through the Facebook group to see a best friend has been kicked out of his wherever he was living. I decide to scroll through the comments to see if he has a good update. I might not always comment, but I care to know. And I see a comment from a Mr. Lockmort who offered to send the best friend money for a motel room for the night. It's really nice. I know this community has had a rough couple months, but God damn it, it's things like this. Lockmore offering his hard-earned money to help a best friend in need that gives me all the confidence in the world that we not only have the best community on the internet, but that we're going to get through this rough patch. I don't know either of the two. I was merely a lurker, but God damn it, Lockmore, you, as Tim would say, you, sir, are the homie. It is true. Lockmore is the homie. I think I just said that. Actually. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Ago. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you can go to kindofunny.com slash friend. To nominate someone, we do it every day. It's a great thing for everybody. Beautiful. Now it's time for the giveaway. Nick, Yay. how do you win? There are four ways to win the giveaway. One, you can just be in the chat right now, like most of you are, if you're watching live at twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 11 a.m. Uh, but if you want to take it a step further and up your chances, you can be a subscriber. You get private chat time with us, cool little emotes. You get to play games with us when we go to subscriber. We play like Friday the 13th. You go, you can be one of those guys. Uh, you can pay us your hard-earned money for that. Or if you have an Amazon Prime account, of course, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription every month. You got to redo it. If you did it two months ago and you're like, I fucking did it already, Nick, stop talking. Guess what? has to be done every month, uh, which is unfortunate and it sucks, but that's just the way it goes. We appreciate that. If you don't want to give it to us, don't worry about it, but definitely give it to someone because uh, it's basically taking a lot of that Amazon. It's basically all the boxes that you've paid for over the years in Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. you're giving that back to the community. Uh, three, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com slash games and be a supporter there at the $2 above level you're entered to win. Uh, just like, well, what are they winning today, actually? Let me look at today? This. Today, we're winning a walk in the dark. On Xbox One. The winner is from patreon.com slash kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Anthony Stott. 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 Anthony Stott. Bow, Congratulations. Bow, bow, bow. You've won a walk in the dark on Xbox One. Uh, if you're watching right now, great. If not, you're going to get a random email not knowing that you won, but you're going to feel the love, my friend. I like how Dark Knight 6678 in the chat just says bow, 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 bow. I love that. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Fucking awesome. Um, now it's time for the three and three. Yeah, let's go for it. Ask us, uh, queue up your questions, comments, and concerns. We'll take three comments, questions, or concerns from uh, non-subscribers, and then we will go to the elite few, the subscribers, uh, for your private chat time with us toward the end of this. Uh, just, let's see. Mr. Yasman 300 says, have you heard? Nick, have you heard that Aaron Sorkin wrote a Lucille Ball biopic starring Kate Blanchett? I did not hear that, but that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking amazing. I'm not a huge fan of Sorkin as far as like, I love the projects that he does and overall I, I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal artist but I feel like his writing a lot of the time gets like super preachy but I love Kate Blanchett and I think she can balance that out very well. Um, La Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Oh, Nick talking about Twitch Prime always reminds me to re-up the sub for Danny O'Dwyer. Well there you go. That's good. At least you give it to someone. Danny O'Dwyer, that sweet, sweet boy from Ireland I just swear making his to way God, in the world Nick. today. That was Naomi in that fucking video. It's, I don't see her on IMDb, but that really, really sounded like Naomi. I hope it was, and Me I'll too. tell you why. Because I want to hear, I want her to come on this on the podcast and, and tell, tell us the story the experience of, of when she, she got, got interviewed for a rap battle. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. What's it called? Battle rap? Bodied. Bodied. It's called Bodied. Body and soul. Joseph Kahn. Uh, your brother here, 2017, says, will Naomi ever be on the Game Over Greggy show? Of course. I'm surprised she has not yet. 
But she's a very, very, very busy person. So, I don't know. I'm sure Greg's reached out. If not, we'll have Greg reach out. Uh, Ryan Santilli says, Tim, have you ever considered reading the Attack on Titan manga? No. Mangas confuse the living fuck out of me. I, I tried reading Death Note uh, one time, and I just couldn't do it. It's like, the reading backwards stuff really confuses me. Um, and I, I just, I'm not into it. And I also really like the medium of the anime. Right. So I'm like... When I know it's coming, I'd rather just wait. And it's one it. of those things where if it's worth its weight on the page, they'll make it into a movie or a TV show. I don't need to read the shit. Dark Tower? I was going to read the Dark Tower series like 10 years ago. Now they made it into like, a shitty movie. Nah, they made it into a bad movie, and now they're thinking about making it into a cinematic universe with TV. Really? So, yeah. I just saw a report over the weekend saying like Ron Howard, I guess. When Ron Howard was attached... I guess he had this idea of making a TV show and a movie franchise, and I guess they're running, they're running with that. Mm. I don't know about that now, though. Poorly received? It okay, made, I know it didn't do super well. It made $19.5 million over the weekend, so... But this was, like, the worst weekend ever for film. Like, nothing made money this weekend for whatever but, reason. But, like, doesn't that mean, like, if some, a blockbuster comes out, that one should make... Oh, no, it should have way, way underperformed. It performed I mean, like, way below expectations. what Dark Tower is, or very few people know, and the people that know what it is fucking love it and say it's amazing. I think, well, the people from from the, like, quick, my, my quick skimming through reviews, I think people are saying it's just not, it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not very, like, compelling enough, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment. I love Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. But I'm not going to, I probably won't pay to see it in theaters. I'll probably wait till it comes on on demand. That movie did bring us a lot of good, which is the interview circuit that Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba have been going on. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos, so just them hanging out and talking. That and makes it's, me so it's happy. worth it, Nick. The it's thing is, it. I feel I like... The dope trailer. Yeah. It's a dope trailer. I, I'm surprised that people don't like it, but I mean, it's like an eight-book series, so hopefully they make more. We'll see. Like, Chicken don't, Please don't golden fucking uh, golden compass us again, okay? I can't, I can't handle that. Didn't we get, like, I can't handle that. Compasses? I feel like I made one. Just one? Yeah. There's more books. I don't know if they made them. Look it up. Chicken Parm says Ron Howard has two first names. You know what? I struggle with this. I'm going to tell you right now. Because people, when I go to open mics, can't pronounce my last name. It's a little racist, but I, I let it go. What? Your because last name is so... You can, how do they fuck it up? Scorpio. They always call me Scorpio. That's because they're stupid. Dumb. That's on there. Scorpino or all these things. They do. Most yeah. of them are drunk, to be fair. To be fair. Well, by the time I get up at most of an open mic, people have had a couple of beers or they've smoked a shit ton of weed. Comics. Turns out, like the marijuana. Um, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, should I change my last name to something that's one syllable, right? You think of all the great comics, right? Dane Cook. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking great about? Comics, huh? you know, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Super easy to say. Bill Cosby. Not a great, I mean, phenomenal comic, Eddie not great Murphy. on a date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, Nick yeah. Scarpino. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's too many syllables. I, I mean, that's it's one too many syllables. It. You, we've had this conversation Kevin before. Kevin James. Where, where you don't like your last name. And that blows my mind, because you have one of the coolest last names It's possible. cool, but it's just, it doesn't, it does, it's not a, like a, a cool stage name. Like I, I is, want the though. two. It really is. I think by definition it is. I want the two first Nick names. I actually would like to change my last name to Nick, so it's just Nick Nick. Think about that. I mean, I thought. Would about you go it. see a stand-up like comedian it. named Nick Nick? I would not. I would not <laughs> at all. Nick Rick says your brother in 2017 would be amazing. Uh, all right, let's, let's do go into sub mode. Yep. Ooh, the room is now in subscribers only mode. I'm, I'm glad I actually figured out how to do that. Kevin Bongos. That'd be an amazing name for you as your, as your stand-up name, Kevin. They call him Bongos. Al Scarpino. 
I'm with Nick Pino. Bruce Bruce. This <laughs> is Peppermint Bruce Joe. Bruce Bruce. Bazaar Monk says, Tim and Nick, what is your favorite war in human history for entertainment purpose? Well, let's get out of the way. War is not for entertainment purpose. Uh, now that we all know that war is terrible and horrible. Uh, but I'm going to just go with World War II. How many great movies have you got about World yeah. War II, right? That's Look true. Look at Dunkirk. I still haven't fucking seen it, man. I saw a great quote. I guess at one point Christopher Nolan explained that Dunkirk, like his goal, like not goal, but like when he made Dunkirk, he was like, this is the third act to another movie. The entire movie is just like. Interesting. Because it's all Intense. like getting the Quite fuck nice. off this island. There's no moments huh. where you're like, oh, this is a nice quiet moment. Like even the quiet moments, you're like, what the fuck is that going on? You're going to find those boots? Man. It's intense. You should watch it. I really want to. I, I had, I caught up with Finnegan over the weekend. He came over to Greg's house and we yeah. had a good conversation about it and then I almost passed out. Uh, Soul Porpoise says, Nick, I saw Daddy's Home. Just wanted to say, shame on you. The only redeeming part of the movie was Hannibal Burris. How dare you recommend it, sir? Shame on you. That is all. Keep up the good work. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You know what I mean, guys? And I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for Daddy's Home, we would not have the trailer for Daddy's Home 2. It's true. Do you want to watch it? Have you I've seen already it? seen it. You want to watch it again? I do not want it's to. Make I you do laugh. not want to watch it again. It's the final question smile. for the day comes from Suburbanite Slob. How do you feel about talks that Thor Ragnarok is mostly improvised? I'm very scared about that. I do not want that to be true. Whatever. I mean, look, if you're going to fuck around with any of the Marvel franchises, it might as well be Thor. Nobody cares about Thor. So let's have some fun with it. That's my thing. Uh, I don't dislike Thor. It's just if they were like, hey, we're not making any more Thor movies, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like Thor will be in shit, but like, whatever. So, like, have fun well, with it. This is the Why one not? that I want to be good. Here's the deal. You tell me, uh, hey, it's mostly improvised? Cool. Like, you know, they've got, they've got the guy that did What We Do in the Shadows. That was a funny movie. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he knows how to work with comedians. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's great, great, you know? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, great uh, you tell comedian. Me, you tell Jeff me, hey, Goldblum, great comedian. Jeff Goldblum, how dare you, sir? How dare you? Uh, you tell me that uh, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are uh, largely improvising the Han Solo film? I'll, sl I'll fucking slap you in the face, sir. That is sacrilege. You don't improvise a Star Wars film. Marvel, they're going to make 40 more of these fucking films anyway, so that's cool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll fucking see. Ladies and okay, gentlemen, sir. this has been the Kind of Funny Morning Show. We will see you shortly with Kind of Funny Games Daily. Until then, fucking love you and all that shit. Stick around. I'm reading subscribers next. <laughs>